Typically, we view the mouth as a way to handle eating and breathing. But what if we understood this complex environment as a window to the health of our entire body? You're listening to ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm your host, attorney and Dr. Bruce Bloom, President and Chief Science Officer of Partnership for Cures, a nonprofit that drives cures to patients by repurposing current therapies for new uses. And our guest today is San Francisco-based dentist, Dr. Andre Azarinfar. He's a member of the American Dental Association, the California Dental Association, the American Academy of General Dentistry, and the American Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry. Dr. Azarinfar is one of approximately 300 trained bioesthetic dentists worldwide who are shifting the old paradigm of symptom-based drill-and-fill dentistry to a new paradigm of systemic-based dentistry. Dr. Azarinfar, welcome to ReachMD. Pleasure to be your guest. So tell us a little bit about your background as a dentist. I've been practicing since 1988, and I went to the dental school in Stockholm, Sweden, Karolinska Institute, Royal Caroline College of Dentistry, which is uh, well known for giving out the Nobel Prize in medicine and physiology. And I've been practicing comprehensive dentistry for the last two decades. So how much of your dental education and your continuing education focuses on the general health of patients versus just focusing on the mouth and teeth? My continuing education, general education, I look at the patient. For me, dentistry is not about teeth and pretty smiles anymore. The mouth is completely connected to the body, and it's the doorway to achieving the peak health and wellness in all body systems the way that I look at it in my everyday practice and my background education and my continuing education. So how much time do you think the average dental student spends on learning about general health of the patient? Unfortunately, I have to say it's not a long time. It's only probably the first year. And most of the time, what they teach us in a dental school is focusing on illness and symptoms. And uh, we never trained to be focusing on the causes to the problems. And how do you think that this evolved, that a small group of dentists has begun to look at the mouth as actually part of the whole body system? This is a new paradigm, which the goal is to bring in the patients to the highest level of health possible. And bioesthetic dentistry is always about understanding what health means and learning to transform a disease condition to a healthy condition. So give us an example of that in your practice. In my practice, when the patient comes into my practice, first the patient telling me about their goals, what desires they have, what level of health they want to reach. And after listening to them, I go over the examination process, the basic examination process, and we look at the patients if there are signs and symptoms that their patients they're usually they're not aware of we talk about it and if they're willing to do something about it through education and after that through treatment the patient are the deciding factor behind the information so every one of our listeners is a dental patient and they've experienced what a standard dental examination looks like looking at the teeth and the gums and the other structures of the mouth how would your examination differ from that what's more comprehensive about it first of all today's medicine and dentistry you are considered 
healthy by default. If you don't have any obvious signs and symptoms, you consider healthy. I don't look at it that way. You might have some slight signs of disease without even be aware of. And if you're not a trained clinician, then you, you are missing it. For instance, dental bite disease is one of the most underdiagnosed diseases in dentistry. The most of the professional, dental professionals, they don't diagnose it these days. And dental bite disease, tell our listeners what you mean by that and how you might go about diagnosing it. Dental bite disease or occlusal disease, when the teeth, they have some type of malfunction. If there are signs of wear on the teeth, if chipping teeth, breaking teeth, or tense muscles in the facial area, chewing muscles that the patients usually, they learn how to live with those symptoms. And they think that's normal, that's part of life. And so what would you do to help diagnose that, and then what might the treatment be? If the patient is willing to go through that, there are serious diagnostic tests we have to run, and usually there, it takes a while before you can come up with a diagnosis. You have to find that the cause behind those problems. And usually you can't find that in the same sitting or same examination appointment. So how long might it take between the time a patient starts and when you finally decide what the cause of this problem is? It's very hard to say depending on the signs and symptoms. Some cases it might take months before you find out the problems. And what kinds of other body issues do dental bite problems cause? Headaches, sore teeth, cause breakage of the teeth. Up to 75% of population, at least they have one sign of symptoms of the jaw problems, bite disease. And if you don't, if you're not a trained clinician, then most of the time, you don't see those problems if those obvious, unless, you know, it's too obvious to ignore. If you've just tuned in, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm your host, Dr. Bruce Bloom, and I am speaking with Dr. Andre Azarinfar, a bioesthetic dentist who is shifting the old paradigm of drill and fill dentistry to a new paradigm of a systemic-based approach. You think of the mouth as sort of the gateway to the entire body, so... What might you see going on in the mouth that might give you a clue that a patient has some disease someplace else? The research today, the overwhelming research, linking the oral diseases to systemic to some systemic diseases. For example, researchers that have found that people with gum disease or periodontal disease, they have two times higher risk to suffer from heart disease as those without the gum disease. And inflammation by gum disease usually increases the plaque buildups in the arteries, and that infection is a risk factor for heart disease, a stroke, and so on. And also, the gum disease could disrupt diabetes if the patient is a diabetic. Uh, the gum disease could disrupt that, and the blood sugar level of the diabetes could be affected negatively by the gum disease. So for patients in your practice, do you suggest that they have a more frequent treatment of their gums in order to reduce their risk of heart disease and stroke? Uh, yes. And how often would those kinds of treatments need to be done for the average patient? That's individual. Some patients, they need to see the hygienist. If the system, the basics in the oral system is followed, if the patient has a healthy basis, then usually they can see hygienists once or twice per year. But some patients, they might, see, they might need to see hygienists as often as every three months or every couple of months. Now, I asked you earlier on how much time a dental student or continuing dentist education focused on general body health. 
Let me switch that around and say, what's your experience been with how much physicians know or medical students learned about what goes on in the mouth and its relationship to the rest of the body? Unfortunately, I have to say, regretfully, there are not many physicians that they know much about dentistry or oral health because the training in uh, medical schools usually with uh, regard to the oral diseases is not maybe probably only a few months. And if the physician, after the training, they decide to learn something in the continuing education about the oral diseases, that's on their own intentions. And most of the time, this is not very common. In my practice, I've worked with the internists, orthopedic surgeons, endocrinologists, and, and all of that. And if I see signs of I see the patients, they are not aware about some type of problems that they have been suffering from. I always refer the patients to the specialist that they require. So if you were going to help educate our physician listeners and what they could do to support their patients in getting better overall care by taking care of their mouth, what would you tell them are the top maybe three things they should look for and tell their patients? I would tell them, first of all, they have to have a dentist to go for an oral examination to make sure that they don't have any basic oral problems, such as if the gums, the supporting bone of the teeth in a good shape, if there aren't any signs of oral cancer, and if the chewing system functions very well, if the patient doesn't have any problem with the muscles around the face, the jaw opener and closing muscles, and if the teeth, they don't have any signs of damage because of the malfunctioning jaw. So you're suggesting that in addition to all the other things that an internist might tell a patient who has some mild heart disease, like change the way you're eating, get better sleep, do some exercise, you think right up on that list should be have regular visits with your dentist to determine what's going on in the mouth. Absolutely. The mouth is the gateway to the body in many more ways than just nutrition and respiration. I want to thank our guest, San Francisco-based dentist, Dr. Andre Azarinfar, for joining us to talk about utilizing a new system-based approach to dentistry that can help patients with general disease diagnosis and treatment. I'm attorney and Dr. Bruce Bloom, President and Chief Science Officer of Partnership for Cures, a nonprofit that repurposes existing treatments for new uses. You've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM 157, the channel for medical professionals. We welcome your questions and comments. Please visit us at ReachMD.com, where you can find our new on-demand and podcast features that will allow you access to our entire program library. And thank you for listening.